very own first lady here at the Aburra. Come on, church, let's greet Evangelist Weary with a hearty amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Truly, the Lord is good. Mm -hmm. yes. mm, He's good. mighty. Yes. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's worthy to be praised. Oh, yeah. If you would be so kind while you're standing to turn to the book of Revelations. third chapter verses 1, 2, and 3. Mm -hmm. Revelation, the last book of the Bible. The third chapter. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, the third chapter, verse 1, 2, and 3. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, mm -hmm. that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Mm. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. Mm. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Mm -hmm. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee, on thee, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. And if I were useful a thought, you cannot die here on my watch. You cannot die here on my watch. My God, my God, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your loving kindness. We thank you for the word of life that you have given unto us in the name of Jesus. We pray that every ear receive, every heart receive. Will every ear will hear and every heart receive in the name of Jesus. We praise you today because you have given us a day which you have made. We have never seen this day before, but we plan to give you praise because this is the day you made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We ask you, oh God, to bless the words that come out of my mouth. Let them be pleasing unto you. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory Glory, we give you the honor. In Jesus' blessed name, we pray and praise you. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. So what are we talking about? Sardis, the ancient capital of the rich and powerful kingdom of Lydia, was one of the seven cities within the Roman province of Asia. The name may mean escaping, as the glory of the city of Sardis was mostly in the past, so the church there was now virtually dead in spirit and works and is representative of a dead orthodoxy. The first thing Jesus tells the church at Sardis is to be. What do you mean? Become what you are not. 
He addressed the fact that you were dying. You are dead. You're about to be plucked up and buried. Mm. He said, be what you are not. In other words, I want you to be alive. Mm -hmm. I want you to be fruitful. Mm -hmm. I called you to live and to not die. Oh, yeah. The second thing he says is watchful. Mm -hmm. Be attentive and earnest. You have lost ground by carelessness and by being distracted. Mm. So many things get in our way when we come in the will of God and we when, when God began to show us our purpose and our meaning, other things come in to distract us from going towards what God had called us to. He says, you have been distracted, mm -hmm. but be watchful against sin. Mm -hmm. See, everything is good, looks good, but isn't good. Mm -hmm. Just because a cake look good doesn't mean that it tastes good. I know that's right. Yeah. So he says, be watchful against sin and unto your duty. In other words, remember what I called you to do. I told you to pray. Some I have set in an atmosphere of prayer, but you have removed yourself from where I placed oh, you. Yes. He said, remember your duty. Mm. Your duty, what I called you to do. Mm -hmm. Be able to perform it in a better manner than formerly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You should be able to be better equipped to do what God called you to do, whether the storm comes or it leaves. Come on, come on, come on. So he says, awake and keep awake. In other words, you're trying to drift off on me, but I need you to pay attention to your surroundings, what the enemy is about to set you up with, because you removed yourself from the place that I called you. Uh -huh. Somebody need to wake up, touch your neighbor, say, wake up, wake, wake up, up, wake up, wake and up. keep awake. Stay Don't awake. just wake up, but just keep awake. Yeah. But, but the problem is that when Isaiah talked about the watchmen, he said they went to sleep. Mm. Something was wrong with them. Isaiah 56 and 10 says, his watchmen are blind. Oh, my, my, my. They are all ignorant. Mm. They are all dumb dogs. Mm. They cannot bark, mm. sleeping, lying down, and loving to slumber. Mama, mama. It's a difference when you sleep, but when you love to slumber. Mm. When you're loving to sleep, when you're loving the break. Mm. When you don't have time for God, you don't have time for God things, but you have time to do nothing. That's what he's actually saying. <laughs> he said his watchmen are blind. The flock is entrusted to the care of these watchmen. Come on. The wild beasts are come. These dogs do not bark. Ma, ma, ma. Well, what are you saying? We have watchmen, people that are supposed to watch over our souls, and they're doing what they want to do. Oh, and calling it God. But when trouble comes, they cannot send out a warning. Hey, hey, hey. Dumb dogs. Mm. Don't bark. <laughs> Don't send warning. Just do what you want to do, and God will love you anyhow. Oh, but the day we're living in, everything has come on strong but the church. Come on, come on, come on. Church is dancing. Singing lalas. Want people to like them. Come on in here, because you can do what you want to do and call it God. Dumb dogs. I didn't call you a dummy. Or dog, the Bible said 
said you a dumb dog. Bless you. Huh? You a dummy. Can't bark. Trouble come, you so tired. You supposed to be barking. My God, my God, how can you send out warning if you haven't sent it against yourself? The Bible tells us if I don't keep my body under subjection, I too will become a castaway. And folk are not watching even under your own soul. Look at the break in between. God knows why he allows Sunday and Sunday only for you right now. Just to see if you're going to watch over your own soul. You got to keep your body under subjection. You got to stop doing what you want to do just because you're not here on the designated nights of worship does not mean you go and do your own thing. Dumb dogs. He said, these dogs do not bark. Normally when you hear a dog barking, you know he's barking for something. He's sending out alert or warning. Something telling you somebody's invading your space. There's about to be a hostile takeover. Your spirit is not even barking. You're not even barking. You're not even sending out water for your own soul. The Holy Ghost in you saying to you, you telling the Holy Ghost, I got this. Anytime you can tell God, I got this. You better watch out for that hole that you got to go into. The wild beasts come. These dogs, he say, don't bark. Mm -hmm. And the wild beasts, what? Devour the flock. Mm -hmm. They take them under. They take them out. Mm -hmm. But consequently, they do not profit the flock. Mm -hmm. When you got a watchman that won't pray, that won't call, you won't come and help you, and you in need of assistance, and, and they put you on wait and time out. Mm. Or they got to check the books. God ain't say check nobody books. Amen. <laughs> Send warning. Mm -hmm. Tell them they're about to die. Mm -hmm. Tell them trouble is coming. Mm -hmm. But they can't do it because they're sleeping. Mm -hmm. But what did God mean about saying that they, Isaiah meant by they were sleeping? He was saying that they're doing their own thing. Right. You can't rebuke what you play with. Oh, Amen. Amen. You can't rebuke the devil if you playing footsies with him. Uh -huh. <laughs> you dancing in the dark with him. Mm -hmm. And you come to the light and he comes show up. you like the blood of Jesus. You can't blood on nobody, Jesus. Because <laughs> as soon as church is over, you're going back in the darkness. Uh -uh. Oh, we don't want to talk church. We don't want to talk holy. We don't want to talk pure. We want to talk right. We want to do what we want to do when we want to do it and call it doing it. Come on, come on. So they injure it. They, if you can't protect, you won't allow trouble and storm to come or, or hazard to a person's hazard to a person's person's life, and then you're gonna sit there and watch them be devoured. Yeah. Because you can't rebuke the devil if you live with the devil. Oh, and I'm not talking about your husband or your wife. <laughs> I'm talking about you taking yourself in an affair with him. <laughs> Oh, the blood of Jesus. Let's tell the truth up in here. <laughs> oh, he's the devil. He's not the devil. It's what you want. Uh -uh. He's, not, he's not appetizing to you any longer. Mm. 
So now you found something else. Mm. All you gotta do is take a nibble and you gonna be hooked. <laughs> sin knows how to get you. Mm. It's a bait. It sends it out to you. Mm. So you can bite it and it owns you. Come on. You fight, try to fight it off, but he done hooked himself in you. And you can't get out like that. Mm -hmm. My God, my God. Mm -hmm. For the owner trusts in them. Mm -hmm. That they will watch and be faithful. Talking about God. Mm -hmm. God has placed leaders. Yes. And leaders forgot they are leaders. Now they followers and following anything and doing what they want to do because they fell in love with the first Adam and not the second. Come on, come on. Yes, we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. I understand that. But when you come into the knowledge of Christ, he said the things I did as a child, I put away those childish things because I became a man. In other words, I'm owning up to my responsibility. You have a responsibility to God to bring somebody in with you. Come on. Amen. You got a responsibility to, to God when somebody is falling back to push him forward. Amen. It ain't my job to keep him. Yes, it's your job. Yes. You were assigned as a soul keeper. Amen. Oh, it ain't my job. They want to fall out, fall out. No. Mm -hmm. It should trouble your heart to see somebody dying and going to hell. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, holy ghost, Hallelujah. holy ghost, holy ghost. Mm -hmm. Hmm. He said that they will watch and be faithful. He put us there to be to watch and to be faithful in our watching. Mm -hmm. Not to drift off in the la la lane and do what we want to do and call it God. You gotta keep yourself. Some people don't know how. Yeah, he said, those things that remain, strengthen them. You see somebody hanging on for dead life and don't know what to do. Your job is to have the Holy Ghost so powerful in you that the word of life spew out of you and you can't help but give it to them. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, hallelujah. These are the false teachers and the careless shepherds. Mm -hmm. Revelation 16 and 15 in the NIV says, Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake. Come on, come on. Yeah. You got, you know how when you fall asleep, you got to all get up. Yeah. Oh, you got to pat yourself. Oh, come on. You got to put some water on your face. You got to stand up, start mm -hmm. stretching and doing something so that you can be awake. Uh -huh. Pay attention as to what's taking place in your life. He said, uh, stays awake and remains clothed. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be awake. But it's better if you awake and fully dressed. Mm -hmm. Standing in righteousness. Yeah, that's what it called in me. Standing in righteousness. It's okay to be awake, but if you're not awake and cl fully clothed in righteousness, mm -hmm. then you're not awake. Mm -hmm. You can't watch nobody. You can't even watch yourself. Mm -hmm. So as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. Mm -hmm. Because you can't stand in righteousness today and fall out in unrighteousness and come back and stand before the Lord in your unrighteousness and don't, and don't expect somebody that you were hanging with to show up when you show up at the light. Amen. Don't say in the light, but at the light. Because when you come in the light, it's going to expose you as to what you really are doing. Amen. 
See, the, the light only tells you who you really are. It only shows you what spots you have on you. Yeah. <laughs> we can all sit in the dark and nobody will see somebody else's frailties or faults. But if we turn the light on, you see things that are out of order or some things that are in order. You say, oh, I like that. You see the thing that's out of order. Oh, we can straighten that one up. The first thing he says, he says, I come as a thief. That is, I come suddenly and unexpectedly. You don't know when your turn is. You don't know when your time is. You don't know when your hour is come. You don't know when God is saying it's your time. You don't know when checkout time has been assigned to you. Are you ready for checkout? Blessed is he that watches. Why? He's a happy man. He's a happy man that makes it his business to keep himself from sin and possibility of any such coming. Come on, come on. I ain't worried about death. Amen. Not worried about a test or a trial. Mm -hmm. I'm happy in God because I know he's going to cover me because I'm doing the right thing. And he keeps his garments and that pers perseveres in my ways in truth. That's what Jesus said. He persevered in doing what he's supposed to do. Storms have come. He didn't sit down. He kept going where God told him to go. Do what God told him to do. Say what God told him to say. Stand like God told him to stand. Endure with hardship as a good soldier as unto Jesus Christ. Enduring temptation. Bearing it. We're not exempt from temptation, but we're able to escape it. The problem is we keep trying to fit in. Oh. When you fit in, you really fit out. Amen. Amen. He said, unless he walks naked <laughs> and they see his shame, mm -hmm. it's a sad thing to be uncovered in the presence of God. But to be uncovered in the presence of God and others, where God let other people see how you really are living, you say you walk by faith and not by sight, and everything you have is by your sight and not by trusting God? Amen. He does not keep himself. Mm. He said if he does not keep himself, he will be found one of those that are not clothed with my righteousness. Amen. See, the thing is, you have to keep yourself. Yes. I'm waiting for the Lord to strengthen me. He said, strengthen yourself. Encourage yourself. Tell yourself you can make it. You got to make it. You can't give up now. I can't die here on God's watch. Because God expects more out of me. Our problem is we don't want to live up to God's expectation because in our finite sinful mind, it's too much. Now that's too much righteousness. We got like to fall sometimes. We, we like to give it. No. God's not enter, being entertained by your weaknesses. He's entertained by you following in the strength of the Holy Ghost. He said in your weakness, you're yet made strong. Uh -huh. So we can't go out with an excuse because I had a storm, because I had an unexpected storm. There are going to be unexpected storms in your life. Oh, yeah. He sent the, the, the disciples out in the ship ahead of him. They didn't know a storm was coming. But the Bible said a storm arose. Amen. Yeah. Look, you're going to have a storm to arise in your life, yeah. whether you expect it or not. Yeah. And the reason why he allows it to see if 
you really trust him? Do you really trust God while you're going through? It's okay to say, I, I trust the Lord. Yes, I do. I trust him. I trust him with all that I have. Why? Because he's the keeper of my soul. Only because he's done something for you. But if he removes his hand and, or if he causes a storm, can you still say you trust him? It's okay to give up and quit if that's what you're designed to do. But when you come into Christ, he already made provision for you to yeah. Hallelujah. He said, and his hypocrisy will appear to all men. Who you really are is who you are. You're going to get your moment to bust out from where you are. I'm just so humble. I'm just so patient. I'm so kind. I can wait on the Lord. And as soon as you think you have a moment to burst out, you're going to kick that door down and burst out. Like, Here I is. And don't realize you're not fully clothed. He will become self-conscious and embarrassed. Just, just Jesus said something at a marriage. They sat down and people waited for Jesus. And when he got to the, the to the to the marriage feast, he found a, a, a man sitting up high, exalting himself. And Jesus publicly, because he publicly sat himself there, he publicly embarrassed him and kicked him out. Why? Because you're not even trustworthy affair. I think you're ready for something that God ain't called you to yet. You're going to have to go through a season of, of testing to be proven that you're ready to go forward. Yes. I don't care who you are. You, I had to be tested. You're going to be tested every day to see if you really qualify for the position that you think you're ready for. Hear the disciples arguing. Jesus ain't saying nothing because I was reading it yesterday. And they was arguing back and forth. Who's your position next to Jesus? Who's greater in there? I think I'm the greatest one in here. Who do you think you are? He said, the greatest of you will be the least of you. Mm. <laughs> you that think you're great, you won't serve. Amen. Yes, you will. You're not waiting to be served. You won't serve. Amen. Because Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but I come to serve. Right. Amen. You can't give me anything, Jesus said. I have something to offer you. So I'm going to wash your feet. I'm going to take myself out of a high position and get down low to you. Because the feet was considered the most dirtiest part of a human body because they walked in dirt. Uh -huh. He said, but I'm going to wash your feet. Uh -huh. And then he told Peter, he said, rock, wash mine. Mm. Oh, I, I, I can't do that. I can't touch nothing. And he said, if you don't wash my feet, you don't have no part in my kingdom. It ain't how great you are. Uh -oh. It's how humble you can be. Because humble is the way. Uh -huh. Whether we like it or not, God is looking for somebody that's humble enough to be embarrassed, to be rejected, but yet stand on the promises of God. Hallelujah. He says, strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. He said, the church is following the ways of society that it has become bino. Mm. What do you mean, bino? He believers in name only. Uh, Spiritually, yeah. the church has become dead. Uh -uh. Everything has come 
You can find three or four types of Tylenol. You can find regular strip, extra strip, muscle strip for muscle ache, and strip, um, a Tylenol strip for arthritis, and, and then you have the codeine Tylenol. Something that'll knock you out with that pain. But I'm saying this thing, everything has a double of portion or a double of something than the church. The church is weak in its power. Look at the storms, look at the trials, look at the things that are happening in the world. How the trials and the roughnecks are puffing up and how the robbers are out there. How the murderers are, are gaining more weight than the church praying. The church forget to seek God. They go after one another, attack one another, and call it God. I'm building you up in your faith. The devil is a liar. If you find yourself at Nebone Valley, you're going to find people coming out of the storm, coming out of darkness. You can't lose every child to every storm. Hallelujah. Church is doing everything but praying, everything but seeking God. You tell the church to fast, it ain't my time to fast. God ain't going, will God honor my prayer more when I fast? Yes, he will. He's going to honor that sacrifice. The Bible says, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. But the church won't fast anymore. The church won't pray. If you begin to fast, I promise you this, your flesh won't buck up against you. When you begin to fast, your mind won't play tricks on you. Hallelujah. You want to starve your flesh and cause your spirit to increase. Jesus said something. He said the flesh is weak, but the spirit is a willing. It want to do the right thing, but you got to pray. You got to like you never saw them before. You gotta seek him women. Like you're seeking after a sale. Hallelujah. You gotta seek God. Man. Like you're seeking after a brand new car. Good God of Zion. What does God really mean to you? Does he mean anything at all? Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to give up? Are you willing to die? He said you can Unless you die. Hallelujah. He compared us to a corn. Unless the corn goes in the ground and first dies, then it lives. You keep trying to live without dying. Hallelujah. There was a time when trouble came to a home. Church was the place to go and seek for help. When storms arise in your home, the first thing you said, getting up in the morning, when I get to church, hallelujah, and they begin to pray, good God on Zion, because I heard the word of the Lord say, when you come into my house and come to the altar and you lay it there, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta know God is able, but how bad 
do you want God to do? It? I'm hungry for you to tell. I'm tired of tired. Tell your neighbor you can't die.
bit of nothing. But if you just put a teaspoon or half a teaspoon of salt in that cake, my God, the taste is able to wake up all the flavors. He said if the salt loses its flavor, what good is the salt? You are the salt of the earth. God is relying on you to be able to season somebody. Hallelujah. If you put too much salt in something, it's too salty. It has a nasty taste. It out drown, It drowns out the other flavors because all you can taste is the salt. And that's what's happening, church. You keep salting yourself. Hallelujah. You got too much salt in you. And the sad thing about it, some things you can't wash out. You just got to let it be or sometimes throw it out. Sometimes you got to throw yourself out. So God can remix you again with the right flavor in you. Allow you to be sensitive to his sensitivity. Allow you to be compassionate to what he's compassionate for. Hallelujah. But I find out this church, you don't want to die. You want to prop around here. You want to sit around here. Like you're somebody big And people walk by you Every day Looking for life and you have the light Come on, come on The light of life It's not as if you haven't been taught It's not as if you haven't seen This ministry in full effect It's not as if you haven't seen Folk who are living And spreading the word of life not keeping it to yourself. That's why you're going crazy in here. <laughs> Jesus said something in John 6 and 63. For the words that I speak, they are spirit, they are life. You know why people go on bunkers in here, sir? They got all this life inside of them and keeping it in there. Ooh. And it's driving them crazy. <laughs> Because that life want to get out and infect somebody else's life. Yeah. But because you got it all down on the inside of you, won't help nobody. See, I don't think they deserve help right now. Mm. They got to struggle like I struggle. Why? Mm. See, I went through worse than them. Good, that was your testimony. Yeah. You should feel in your heart that you don't want the next person to go through what you're going through because it almost cost you to lose your life. Sardis was not ready to die. Some in Sardis, let me say, that were not ready to die, but were full of life, mm -hmm. meaning convictions and good desires. Mm -hmm. They weren't thinking about themselves. They weren't interested in them. They want to make sure you were all right. Come on, come on, come on. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. If nobody else asks you if you are right, if you okay. Go on and ask somebody else if they all right and they okay. And do everything you can within you to make sure they stay all right. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. There are people who although still manage to survive are about to panic, perish. People who have managed to survive are about to perish. Because the Holy Spirit, who is the author of them, he is being repeatedly grieved. The Bible said, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. But you grieve. 
believe in because you see somebody in need or they ask you for one dollar, you already made up in your mind they're going to use it to get high. Uh -huh. Can you help me? Can you help me? Hallelujah. Can you pray for me? Hallelujah. Do you know where I can go? Hallelujah. So in tune with yourself. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit came freely into you so that you can freely give to others, but you refuse to impart life unto them because it's all about you. You tell your testimony. I thank God he brought me from a mighty long way. Mm -hmm. I didn't have nobody to help me, lying. Hallelujah. I did it all by myself, lying. Because if it had not been for the mercy of God, Hallelujah. where would I be? Hallelujah. God opened a door for you somewhere, somehow, along the way. Because if you would have tried to do it on your own, you wouldn't have made it. But we fail to give God credit. You feel like you were struggling and struggling by yourself. But you fail to realize that God was there all the time. He was aiding and assisting you while you were going through. But it's something how we can ignore God while we're going through because we're going through. We feel like we're the only one on the chopping block. Feel like we're the only one going through what we're going through. And we can't talk to nobody. But can I tell you something? Sometimes God won't give you people to talk to. He'll just give you him. He'll lend a listening ear. And because we're so caught up in us, me, my, and what I'm going through, we fail to cry out to God. Hallelujah. I heard David say, this poor man cried. And the Lord answered and delivered him out of all his distress. And your problem is, you like pity party. You like that pity tea. That Somebody 
I want you to get up and get busy. I know you know somebody that needs the word of life. I know you know somebody that is about to die. I want you to breathe. Hallelujah. The life of life in there. Somebody needs to be resuscitated. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Unlike a dead body, a sleeper is not hopeless. He is still alive. Jesus said to the church, the church must start to do the work of the Lord again. The church must be revived. Hallelujah. You got to get up out of sleep. You got to shake yourself from being sleepy and tired. You know what bothered me? He said they like dumb dogs and they love the sleep. They love the slumber. They don't find any means of doing anything to help somebody or not even help yourself. Or you can't die here on my watch. The believers were doing a lot. Much of the activity seemed to be for God. But God saw the reality. Their actions did not satisfy what God wanted. You can do something, but does God get satisfaction out of it? Does God get gratitude out of it? Are you able to be grateful for what you're doing for God? Are you able to assist somebody? To make God chin sit up. Get up off of his throne. Hallelujah. Stand up and say, before you get there, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well done. Are you able to hear him say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Something when you first receive God, you're just so excited. 
Ooh, you got the glad glass. You want everybody to feel what you have, even yeah. if you don't understand what you have. But you just got to have what I have because what I have is making me feel good. Yeah. 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 They had heard the gospel and they believed it. You heard it. Why are you here today? Because you believed it. Amen. You know it does something. Yes. You can't put your finger on it. Yes. But you know that this gospel has changed some part of your yes. life. Yes. And when you yield more to the gospel, it changes a whole lot more of your yes. life. And the more you yield, the more you give in, the more you give up, the more you seek, the more you fast, the more you are determined to get in the presence of God. The church don't want to be in the presence of God. Uh-oh. He just said that. He said, the church don't want to be in my presence. Mm. No problem to come to church. Mm-hmm. But what about his presence? Well, <laughs> because when you get in his presence, <laughs> it's going to strip you. Yeah. <laughs> when you get in the presence of God, there is nothing you will withhold from him. Some things you don't even know you have offered unto God until he has spoken it to you before the incident occurs. That's because you had a relationship with him that was undeniable for him to do any and everything he wants to do. Whatever you do, God, heard you say, I'll be satisfied. But when your kid got strung out, <laughs> when you lost your baby, you drew back from him. But when you were in your beginning state, and you understood that God can do whatever he wants to do. You didn't mind because you were in his presence. You weren't the first one to lose to lose a child. Keep on living, you won't be the last. Because when you offer yourself up to God, you offer him everything. That's why when you lift your hands up before God, you don't have anything in it. You're saying, God, take what you want to take. We don't say that now. We say, God, take this, but don't take that. And the thing that you don't allow God to take from you, it doesn't mean a child. It could be something you're hanging around with or hanging, something's hanging on to you or you hanging on to it. When you come to the place of realizing that none of this matters anymore, I just want to please you. Life doesn't matter because I got life in Christ. You gotta learn to detach yourself to from things. You gotta let some things go. When God opens the door for you to be removed from things and he sends you out and you go out. Why when it looks good you wanna come back into that door? You're going to get the very same thing and yet a little worse 
what you encountered when God let you out of that troublesome door. So when God shuts the door, keep it shut. And when he opens the door for you to have a way made, go through the door and stay in the door. Stop playing peekaboo with God. He wants your whole heart. We give God lip service. We serve him with our lips. But he said, your heart is so far from me because you're afraid to give up what's killing you. You're afraid to let God show you off to the world. It looks like he's embarrassing you. No! He's just proving you to the world. They still standing. They don't lie on them, talked about them, mistreated them, set them aside, overlooked them, ran over them. But yet they get up and stand in me. Hallelujah. God wants your heart, not your hand. Because you can take your hand back anytime. But if you give God your whole heart, you don't own anything, y'all. Everything you have belongs to God. You don't mind blessing God with what you have. As long as you get the glory, God, I don't mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ tells the believers to remember what they had received. They had heard the gospel and they believed it. You received new life from God. You serve the Lord and you do his work. But now you do not serve the Lord as you used to do. You have too much going on in between you and God. And you call it God blessing you. God will never bless you to get out of his presence. What you have or what you're doing is taking you out of the presence of God. It's not a gift of God. Oh, you can't die here on my watch, I got to tell you. Jesus says, first of all, you must repent. You must come back again to the Lord. You must obey his word and live for him. You must awake out of your present sleep. And you must come alive again. You have to be revived. You got to re be revived from your apparent death. You know you're dying. You see your fellowship with God isn't as real and intense as it used to be. You got to get up out of your unconsciousness. You're not even aware of his presence anymore. You can sit in a church and worship goes on and the spirit of God comes in and you sit around looking like you're drifting on the lawn. Wondering where this log is going to take you. But if you can just step in and just wave your hand towards heaven and begin to praise him. That's what's wrong with the church. They don't invite God in. Y'all sitting here looking like y'all looking at me on television. But I come to tell you one thing. If you don't get in the presence of God, you ain't in nobody's presence. Because nobody else matters. If you don't begin to worship God, he said to pray, praise him with your lips, your mouth. You got to open your mouth and bless him. You got to tell God thank you. You might be in a strange place right now. You might be in a place.
place you don't want to be. You might even be hurting and feel like giving up right now. The only way you can be strengthened, you got to start worshiping. So whatever faith you have left, it is important to strengthen it. That the love of the Savior might not become wholly extinct. We are to strengthen the things that have survived. How did you find them? I found them unconscious. What did you do? I began to feel for a pulse. I got a pulse, but it's vaguely beating. So what do you do then? I, I call 911. What do you mean? I sing praises to the Lord, which dwelleth in Zion. Zion meaning the kingdom of God. I'm sending praises up. I'm trying to get revived. I'm blessing God for life, health, and strength. I'm declaring among the people He's doing what He's capable of. Hallelujah. Cultivate all the graces which do exist. Remember how he blessed you. Remember how he kept you. Remember what he done for you. Remember when you were about to lose your mind. He held on to it. Remember when your heart was broken. And he began to mend it. Hallelujah. Remember when everybody else walked out on you. Remember when you mistreated yourself, God began to love you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you remember when he drew you out and nobody wanted you? He called you.
And he was steady talking. I said, Dan, 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 wait, 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 wait. I heard the Lord say something to me. He said, what, Mom? He told me to take my heart out of it. Because something you can love so dearly yes. that when the enemy attack it, your heart is tied up with the attack. But the Lord said, take your heart out of it. Not that I don't care, but I just can't get involved in the down setting, the hurt, the bitter, because I got to trust God that when he said, I'm going to raise him up, I got to trust him to raise him. So you can see the pain, but don't you dare let the pain overtake you. That's why the Bible says in all things, he told us to rejoice and again I say rejoice in other words when you feel like giving up start getting happy because God is on your side stop calling the problem the problem and give that problem the answer speak life and not death the problem is when you start going down with the pain you believe the pain more than the healer so in the lowest state of faith in a church, there may be a few, perhaps quite obscure, or some meaning, obscure meaning of unheard of. And of humble ranks. You rarely hear about humble people in the church. Oh, she's so bossy. She might say, what about the humble one? That's the one you try to crush. But the more you crush that one, the more olive oil will come out. The more pure it becomes. Hallelujah. Because you can't kill what God called to live. Who are mourning? There are people who are mourning over devastations and who are crying for better times. Who are in need of strength. All is such the duty of the ministers of faith. I'm not just talking about the people behind the pulpit, but if you already establish your faith. I was reading the word of God and he said, faith of a mustard seed. But I f you, we fail to realize, how do you get faith of a mustard seed? Jesus said, plant it. <laughs> you got to plant it. You got to put your faith somewhere in God. And then you build off of it. It don't come into a, a, a tree overnight. It takes some time. And, and what happens with this mustard seed, he said, the birds are able to lie in it. <laughs> you gotta plant your faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh, it's such the duty. It is the duty of the ministers of faith to comfort and encourage. Mm -hmm. For it's in their hearts that faith may be kept alive in the church. Mm -hmm. Why do you think he called you for? Because he knows you're about to die. Why do you think he feel like he's nagging you? He's peeking on you, peeking at you. Because he's trying to pull you up to a level that you're not at yet. You might think you're there, but you're not there. His job is to bring the best out of you. You keep trying to hide it. I already got it together. We don't have it together. Because when the, when the Lord speaks to the angel of the church, no matter how many times I may come before you, he's not going to speak to me like he speaks to that angel. Amen. Come to me. Come talk to me. No, talk to your pastor. Because I may say some things you might not like. And I'm capable of that. 
And I don't mean no harm, but I mean all goodness about what I say. Amen. But you ain't ready to hear that from me. Now go to your pastor. Amen. He'll help you. I'm going to help you, but I'm going to help you my way. Amen. I don't mean no harm, but I'm going to push you hard. Amen. I don't have no tissues in my office. Amen. <laughs> you can cry, but you better wipe them. I'm not being mean. That's why you better go to your pastor. Yeah. You try to omit him. I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all get mad at him, y'all want to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't lying. Brother Curry, I ain't lying. They get mad at him, they want to talk to me. When they, mad, when they ain't mad at him, they don't talk to me. <laughs> I told them that. They only talk to me because they mad at you. <laughs> so when they make up, <laughs> find themselves, okay, Pastor, he ain't going to change y'all. Y'all keep trying to change. He ain't, that's a hard, that's a brother that's hard. <laughs> Uh, bro, I'll be like, sometimes, can you, can you like no, 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 can't be like, <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone, he got his thing, and they ought to believe him or not, they understand him better than I would. I'm glad he's my husband, too, <laughs> and not just my pastor. Because <laughs> I would leave you, brother. <laughs> and I ain't telling y'all the least, I ain't even knowing no God. You better endure this thing. Because you're not going to find another church like this man. Amen. 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 When he love you, he love you. He's going to love all of you. Yes. And he's sitting there like, hey, man, why are you going to leave me alone? He said, because I want that better too. Yes. Well, he want the best for you. Amen. And if he tells you no, he's only saving you for right now. Yes. He has to preserve us. Amen. Amen. As much as we might think we're ready for forward, he got to make sure you fully ready to be able to go forward. Amen. And if you jump out of the ship into the water, you're going to die. Amen. Stay in the boat. Amen. You got a whole lot of lessons that must be learned. Amen. Can't quit here. It ain't going right for me. I'm going to the other church. The other church will give you what you want. They're going to help you stay in your weakness. Yes. But here, this man of God, <laughs> He gonna, that man, okay, he gonna make sure you are pushed to your fullness. Amen. And I heard people say, he too hard, he just who he is. Amen. That's the militant pastor. He ain't settling for nothing less. Amen. You don't want a weak fighter Amen. going out to fight with you. Amen. They scared of you and you taking them to fight. <laughs> <laughs> what? You gonna look back and see they ain't there? They're going to be fat-mouthing in the house behind a closed door. Yeah. Get them! That's right. Don't touch my friend. Yeah. Why are you supposed to be here? <laughs> Selling all the wolf tickets. But God wants you to be strong. We're not, aim we're not aiming to destroy you. We're making sure the enemy don't come in and devour you. He wants to, he wants minced meat. It's easier to chew. Couple of, give him a hot piece of chicken. God wants the best for you. And so do we. 
I'm to destroy you. Just wait your time. Yeah. And when it comes, my God, you're going to know it in the world too. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For it is in their hearts, talking about the pastors, the ministers of faith, that faith may be kept alive in the church. Oh, yeah. It is through them that it may be hoped for that faith may be revived. Mm -hmm. Romans 15 and 1 says, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities mm -hmm. of the weak and not to please ourselves. Come on, come on, come on. It's not about you and me. It's about us helping somebody else right. and being noted quietly, humble. Remember I said the first snack you must eat is the humble is the snack of humbleness. Amen. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Mm. You perform duties of all kinds, but not one duty is completed. Mm. I have found not I have not found them complete or full. You have not you have come short of what is required. You are constantly beginning and starting, but never brought anything to a proper end. Your resolutions were worn out. Your strength feeble. And your light you maintain your reputation before men. Mm. Yeah, I see you doing that good over here. Thank you. Oh, I said, girl, you gotta go. Thank you. Sir, oh man, you something up. Thank you. Doing all that in the presence of man. Mm -hmm. But your works are not perfected before God. Mm -hmm. Remember. Enter into a serious consideration of your state. Where are you really with God? Hmm. You can front it all day long with, uh, on the outside. Yeah, uh, you and me, us, never. you can do all that. But where are you really in God? He said, how thou hast received. With what joy, zeal, and gladness you heard the gospel of Christ when it was first preached unto you. Where is that? Mm. Where's that same joy you have when, oh, I can't wait to get up and worship God. Before you came to worship, you was worshiping God while you were getting dressed, mm. worshiping God in the car. You had to stop at the red light, but you started praising God because it didn't matter. Looked like the red light turned faster, turned green faster when you were worshiping than standing there complaining. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. okay, I see. He said, hold fast. Those good desires and heavenly influences which still remain. It's in there. Mm -hmm. You got to wake it up. Mm -hmm. You got to wake up where you went to sleep at. Mm -hmm. You can't go to sleep at a, at, at a red light because the green people on green are going and you might cause the accident. Yeah. And repent. Be humbled before God mm -hmm. because you have not been workers together with him. Mm -hmm. You've been working with yourself and for yourself. Mm -hmm. But you did not include God in the work. Or you did not go to God for the work. Right. You know when you go to work, you got to find out what's on, what you're scheduled to do. Yeah. Where you assigned, what's your assignment. Who, who you attend to today or what you have to do. Mm -hmm. What's on the menu or where you fit in on that menu. Mm -hmm. 
Where the schedule? You wouldn't say schedule. I was talking about food menu. But, 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 but you're working with food. You, you got to know what's on the menu the day before. If, if grits on the menu, you can't pull out pancakes. Right. <laughs> you don't have a need for syrup for your grits. Maybe you do, but you shouldn't. <laughs> but have received much of his grace in vain. You received his grace, but it's in vain. You put it to the side. Mm. Oh, I got this. If you ever say that again out your mouth, you ought to pluck your own tongue out. Amen. Because you don't have it. Amen. We're here by the grace of God. Grace and mercy follows us all day long. Mm. When it's a snare for you to be entrapped, you didn't get over it because you jumped over it. Or you were aware of what's taking place? No. Grace and mercy made provision for you, and we didn't even deserve it. Mm. If therefore thou shalt not watch. Mm. He said, if you do not consider your ways. Mm. The thing is, you can think you're right, but you're wrong. Mm. You cannot mean any harm by what you've done, but you're still wrong. Mm. God sees this. He's not, he ain't about to chop you off. Remember, he said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world through me might be saved. Amen. Yes, he got to correct us. Amen. I tell myself a lot of times, when he's saying things, shut your mouth, mind your business, shut your mouth, mind your business, because you, you, you want to say something. Feel like you got right to say something. I'll be like, shut your mouth, mind your business. He'll say, shut your mouth, mind your business. Don't tell me that, but I know, shut my mouth, shut my mouth, my business. I gotta shut me, yeah, shut my mouth and mind my business. Because he will never say the things I would say. And I would never say the things he say like he said. We're just two different people. When it's time to press the button, pop lips, speak. Shut up. Mind your business. Leave it alone. Because at the end of the day, every last one of his kids understand him but me the way he talked to them. Your dad, when I say your dad, he shouldn't have said, my daddy knows who's right. I'm mind your business. Amen. <laughs> mind your business. Because he knows how to speak to them in a father figurely way. Amen. If he speaks to them in my way, he would speak as a feminist. Amen. Or feminine. Amen. And something Amen. would be wrong. Amen. Something would be wrong. Amen. Hello? Amen. Yes. <laughs> Wrong. Yes. Wrong. Amen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Right. Amen. So if you do not consider your ways watching against sin and for opportunities to receive and do good. See, we got a first Adam mentality. I'm going to get you back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not about getting people back. Come on, we Amen. It's about receiving good and how to distribute it. Yes. God, teach me how to love them even though they don't love me. Amen. Teach me how to give them even when they would never give unto me. Mm -hmm. It's not about what people do for you that counts. It's about what you do for people when they don't even want you to do it. Amen. And you don't do it and say, ha, ha, you needed me. No. I'm grateful. I'm honored to be able to serve you. Yes. When you humble yourself and serve people, 
my God, the joy that you get on the inside, although they may crush you and spit on you and push you away, but God, you gave me an opportunity to present you to them. That's all you want. He said, if you don't do that, I will come on thee as a thief. As the thief comes when he is not expected. A thief don't come when he know you home. Hey, man, I came in to steal your stuff. <laughs> I'm out of here. How you get out there? Came in through that window right there. <laughs> and you sit in there. You don't belong in here. Oh, I just want to take a couple of things. I hope you don't mind. Wow. I, I haven't found a thief like that yet. <laughs> they take things when you're not watching and when you're unaware of it. Just go in there and look around and find something missing saying, Dad, they did come up here. You let them in. You can let a person in that steals. Yeah. And feel comfortable with them. Don't think, think you hid stuff enough. A thief knows how to find stuff. Amen. <laughs> a thief knows where to go even when you don't think they know where to go. You're just giving them opportunity to take it without you noticing it right away. Because you hid it from you. Amen. <laughs> so, so he says, and for opportunities, you have to do good. So I will come like a thief upon you, and I will come when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. So I will come upon you if you be not watchful, mm -hmm. and if you cut off from me from life and hope. When you cut off from God, you cut off from life and hope. Mm -hmm. And in my conclusion, hello, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Matthews 24 and 42. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doeth come. I pray the Lord bless you richly, mightily, and may the peace of God be upon you. And may he strengthen your heart and mind to continue to go forward. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. amen.